0: Welcome to Mark Connor's podcast. For more information, visit markconnor.com.au Many years ago, I experienced what I would call an emotional valley. It lasted for over six months. I wasn't sure what was wrong with me, but it took everything within me just to make it through the next meeting, the next appointment or the next project. My mood was higher when something was done, rather than when I was leading up to it or during the event or experience. I felt totally overwhelmed a lot of the time. I didn't have the energy to think much beyond what I was doing at any given moment. It was a subtle but very debilitating time for me. Everything in my life on the outside was going well. My family, my friendships and my job. But something was clearly wrong. With the help of a personal coach, I came to realise that I had been living at an unsustainable pace. I would go on a work trip to India for two weeks, come back on a Friday then speak at my church five times on the weekend then head to the USA on the Monday. As a result, my emotions were simply shutting down, refusing to live at this breakneck speed. They only seemed to provide me with enough energy for what was directly in front of me, and only just. I had nothing left over in reserve, nor could I get excited about anything much beyond each day. I was suffering from a form of adrenaline exhaustion. It took some time to come out of this valley. There was no instant fix or snapping out of it, I had to slow down, take some more time off, rest more, and lower the high expectations I had on myself when it came to productivity. I shared openly with my family and my friends and a few close team members at work about what was going on. They were a helpful support to me during this time. What I've learned since then is that managing our energy is even more important than managing our time. After all, energy is one of our greatest resources, but it's a limited commodity. Have you ever noticed that nature operates on a very clear rhythm or cycle? The sun rises and then the sun sets. The tide goes out and then the tide comes back in. We breathe out and then we breathe in. Wouldn't be a good day if all we did was breathe out all the time. If you connected your heart to an ECG machine, your heartbeat goes in waves like this. You know, if the line is flat, you're in big trouble. If that is how we often live our life, we go and we go and we go go. Self-care teaches us the importance of balancing activity with rest, engagement with disengagement. In fact, to be fully engaged with any activity, you need commensurate times of disengagement for recovery and renewal. Now I prefer to see my life as a series of sprints rather than a marathon. Marathon runners are amazing people, but have you noticed how thin and gaunt they often look? Kind of like greyhounds? That's because they run and they run and they run and they run, seemingly never stopping. In contrast, sprinters often look pretty muscular. That's because as intense as the race is in 100 or 200 meters, they'll be resting again. One of the ways to improve your productivity is to work in 90 minute sprints or increments. Focus fully on one thing for 90 minutes and then have a break. Take a walk, eat a piece of fruit, grab a drink, then do another 90 minutes. You could probably do four or five blocks of work in that way each day. If you do this, you'll be far more productive than if you work continually, which will subject to what is called the law of diminishing returns. Let's recap our main points. Firstly, adrenaline exhaustion is a subtle form of burnout. Secondly, managing our energy is even more important than managing our time. Thirdly, create a life rhythm that balances activity with rest, engagement with disengagement. Fourthly, view life as a series of sprints rather than a marathon. And finally, try working in focus blocks of time for 90 minutes a few times a day. That brings us to the end of our series on self-care. I hope you've enjoyed it and found the conversations helpful in looking after yourself. Self-care is not selfish. The best gift you can give others is you being a healthy person in every area of your life. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information, visit markconnor.com.au.